I'm Cassidy. I'm Emma. And, and this, this is, is Ain't Doing Right. ADR is a phrase usually reserved for veterinary medicine, but certainly applicable to the world at large. This podcast consists of our opinions on articles and stories collected from the people of the internet, our inboxes, and our everyday lives. These people ain't doing right, and neither are we. we've made it yeah we've been talking about this for uh since what it was october because it was when i was on my anniversary trip with steven you were like hey we should do a podcast and i was like yeah sure we could i'll entertain you but it's turned into a real thing and here we are yeah because as i do when i get excited about things i push it for a week and then i kind of fall off but i haven't fell off of this no and i'm really proud of myself because i was like you know what I finally got Cassie to where she's excited about it. We have to do this. And yeah. we've had a lot of support in the form of just verbal affirmation. <laughs> yeah. We think we're hilarious. Yeah, this is, this um, is a fact. Yeah. And we hope that other people do too. And we've had positive feedback. Yeah. So we hope that we now, have. Are they lying to us? I don't know. <laughs> well, we'll see. It's hard to tell people directly to their face, you're not funny. Exactly. Um, hopefully they weren't <laughs> lying to us. And we actually are funny. Yes. Um, if we're not, please be kind. <laughs> please we can't take much Not negative much. feedback so um i guess a little backstory on us is we're co-workers we hit it off pretty immediately mm-hmm. we see eye to eye on a lot of things and when we don't it can be pretty funny yeah. <laughs> because we're both pretty passionate so yeah. we definitely came from two pretty vastly different walks of life but yeah. um pretty quickly identified each other as kindred spirits so yeah. like i said we think we're pretty funny so that's what we're hoping to convey. We have like kind of a variety of different segments that we're hoping to do. I don't know where you want to start. Yeah, so we'll probably just jump right into it. And we have several segments. And as we go through the segments, since this is the first episode, we'll give a little mm-hmm. gist of like what the segment is for. Mm-hmm. These aren't necessarily permanent and it, we might add more. And if yeah. we ever get any listeners, we are definitely open to feedback. For and sure. we can alter based on that feedback so we will have the potential for a bonus segment in future episodes you won't know when it's coming we probably won't either but we're gonna have you ready to hear some bullshit Mm -hmm. and that's gonna be probably similar to here's the thing things that we feel passionate about but it's just gonna be something that just comes up either as a result of a discussion we're having or something that has happened in our lives recently Mm -hmm. and um there's a bullshit alert, an alarm that you will hear when mm-hmm. we are going to dive into that segment, and it could happen at any time. Um, I don't have any for this episode, but that's something that you can look forward to in the future, and mm-hmm. hopefully it pans out the way that we want it to. Hopefully. So this is our first episode. We're finally recording it, months in the making. We have already scheduled a celebratory dinner at the Melting Pot. Now, did we just <laughs> use this to justify eating food? Maybe. Yes. Um, am I ashamed of that? No. I'm really excited. <laughs> Me too. About <laughs> going to the melting pot. Yes. I have never been to anything fondue. I've never had it. I think mm-hmm. it's really exciting. I, I don't know. That's a lie. Maybe my mom made it when I was a kid. But still, I'm really excited about it. I'm really excited to pay somebody an exorbitant amount of money so to, that I can uh, cook, cook four shrimps. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm really excited for the, just the experience of it all. We're going with our significant others. I think it's going to be great yes, because it don't go down easy if it ain't cheesy. Look, we're going to make it cheesy. That's for sure. <laughs> exactly. So um, our first segment that we kind of worked out is peculiar news mm-hmm. and news can be kind of depressing I feel like yeah, and sure. so I think it would be fun to find events that are current events but that aren't heavy. So I don't know, do you want to go first? Sure. So I spend a good amount of time just kind of looking at different offbeat news yes. sources and this is one that Steven actually found. This is from my good old home state. Of Florida. Of course Ooh, it is. Of course it is. Like, it's not hard um, to find Florida material. No. Everything um, good happens in Florida. So this one is where there were two people who were robbing a house and called 911 to help them move things. Okay? So... The, I think I heard about this, but you? go on. Yes, yeah, it's so it's funny uh, to me. I'm sorry if I pronounce this wrong. It's Poinciana, Florida. Um, two people in Florida were arrested after one of them made a 911 call to get help <laughs> with moving their belongings from a home they were burglarizing. Deputies responded to a home Saturday after 911 call was made, but nobody spoke. The Polk County Sheriff's Office said 
That was awkward phrasing. Sorry about that. Um, (laughs) At the home, the deputies concluded that nobody lived there, but they found a male suspect and his girlfriend inside the home after entering it through an unlocked door. Deputies had been searching for the male suspect after identifying him from security video as a burglar at the Dollar General store, also in Poinciana, Florida, where several items were stolen earlier in the day. The sheriff's office said in a statement, I gotta do better with that. (laughs) Poinciana is about 35 minutes from south of Orlando. If you wanted to know. Um, while talking to deputies, a female suspect told them that she had called 911 for the purpose of having law enforcement help them move their belongings from the house they were burglarizing. They also wanted to get a ride to the airport so they could spend the weekend in New York. <laughs> deputies did help them with their belongings and did give them a ride, but it wasn't to the airport. It was to the Polk Pokey. The sheriff's office said in a Facebook post, and they are welcome to stay there all weekend long. The Polk Pokey is much better than New York anyway. The male suspect was charged with burglary and theft related to the store and also burglary of the residence. The female suspect was charged with burglary of a residence, according to the sheriff's office. That's it. That's the end of that. So this is really funny because I heard this in another podcast. Did you? Oh, yes. no. And it's, 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 I swear we're not plagiarizing. We're not. I swear because we, <laughs> when we first started doing research, like actually getting serious about doing this, we both um, kind of chose some podcasts on our own that we felt like we could like get a feel for and see like what direction we wanted to take because we had no idea how we mm-hmm. were going to like outline this or if we we're going to choose one topic or what. But this is a podcast that you don't even listen I don't to. Listen to that and I'm not going to mention it because I feel really bad, but I think it's hilarious because <laughs> I heard this the other day and I was like, the audacity. Well, and of I just people. identify it because Florida. I, who knows? <laughs> I could very well have met these people. Yeah, yeah. I could. Who knows? Yeah. You know? And Florida, it's a crazy place. It's a crazy place to live. I'm just wondering since there was no like audio, there wasn't anyone on the yeah. other end. If they pocket dialed, like if it was like, you know how the phone does like the emergency yeah. and it can accidentally call, accidentally, accidentally call the cops. I wonder if it was that or if they had every intention of being like, hey, can you drive us to the airport with know. our stolen and goods? No, I have to just assume that there have to be some substances involved here. Well, it's I mean, Florida. it's Florida. <laughs> and she, the girl claimed that she called them intentionally. So either she didn't want to look silly for doing a butt dial, which I feel like is much less embarrassing than calling the police for help to do a burglar. Um, so I feel like she probably did it on purpose and just uh, didn't really think that one through all the way. I don't know if I wish I had that confidence or not because it's a lot. And honestly, Florida, I'm I'm sorry, but I'm really... Surprised there wasn't some kind of alligator involved. There usually is. I know. Because there's alligators everywhere. Right. So, yeah. That's um, hilarious, I think, that oh I've already heard this today. And so that's why you're probably not getting much of a reaction out of me. But Florida, man. It, it's Florida. Absolutely. Yeah. Well. All right. Well, you ready for yeah, one? I'm ready. Mine is vastly different. Okay. And I, it's, you know, once you hear the title, it pretty much explains it all. all right, but I'll just go ahead and read the article for you because it's pretty brief. Uh, the title is, I don't know why I thought this was so funny. <laughs> Steve Jobs, worn out Birkenstocks, sell for $218,000 at auction. $218,000? Yes. Yes. And <laughs> I was like, what? That's crazy. War- Here's a, okay, we'll put this on. We have, I mean, so we I have guess a- they're relatively iconic, but... Did he always wear Birkenstocks? See, I don't even know much about him yeah, as, like, I a human and his no, wardrobe well, choices. I don't... I've not, like, watched a biography or anything, but I'm relatively certain that he just, like, wore them all the time. Okay. I feel like that's, like, I a mean, Jesus complex, like, dude. Well, it's Apple. Like... <laughs> I guess, yeah. Yeah, but if I, I feel like, like, if you look up, like, a, a lot of the different talks that he did, like, pictures of him, like, on stage, yeah. like, I'm pretty sure he's just, like, wearing his Birkenstocks. Right, fine. And like, RIP, he's no longer with us. He's not going to be wearing it anymore. Well, that's true. So this is going to be yeah, the last This is pair. a finite. This is this it. This is a finite resource. This is the be all end all of yeah. the jobs. That's a lot of money though. There they are. There's the picture. We'll post this on our They're Instagram. They're a little droopy, you know? Which we will link down below, yeah. right? In yeah. the show notes. Yeah. We'll put a link tree in our little like um, podcast bio introduction thing description that will link to different places you can listen to us as well as our playlist for our spotify and we will also do our instagram so you can go there and see rent posts related to episodes um and any other stuff that we post 
Fantastic. So, sandals worn by Steve Jobs in the early days of Apple sold for $218,750 at an auction in New York City on Sunday, which is close to home for it's me. insanity. Was it like a charity <laughs> auction? Or just like an auction? I don't remember because I read this a little while ago, so let's see. The brown suede Birkenstock Arizonas oh, were worn by Jobs in the 1970s and 1980s during many pivotal moments in Apple's history, according to the auction house. So, yeah, so it wasn't just like any okay. old pair. It was like this time period was pivotal. Mm. It's the highest price ever paid for a pair of sandals at auction. No Understandably shit. so, yeah. <laughs> Julian's Auctions executive director, Martin Nolan, told NPR, which is where I found this article, mm -hmm. and a record for footwear at the auction house. The sandals came from the collection of Mark Sheff, who managed Jobs' Albany, California estate in the 1980s. Other items associated with Jobs have been sold at auctions in recent years, sometimes reaching hefty prices. An Apple One computer prototype from the mid-70s was sold for $677,196. So, I mean, that that's not that surprising to me. It's the shoes for sure, me. Sure, I just, I mean, no one's like, here's the thing. No one's going to look at those shoes be like, Oh my gosh, are those Steve Jobs sandals from the right. 80s? And are you going to wear these? Are they your size? No. What's the plan with these? Like, now, are they going on a pedestal with a plaque describing what they are? I don't know. Like, where's my certificate of authenticity? <laughs> well, yeah. Like, are we going to swab for DNA to yeah. make sure? Like, anybody could have worn these. Yeah. Now, here's the kicker. The sandals were previously sold for $2,000 at an auction in 2016. Wow. Someone, what? Now, when did, Steve Jobs, when did he die? I don't know. It's I okay. Don't. You don't have to know. Let's find out. Okay. Because I feel like that would affect value, okay. right? Probably. We're going to pause so we can find that out. Okay. He died in 2011. He died in 2011. So that was five years after his death. Okay. So I, I do not know how they appreciated that much. <laughs> Did people just realize between now and then the shortage of old Steve Jobs shoes? <laughs> and suddenly they're just I, like... I don't... I. I couldn't tell you because wow. these would not be an item that I would be purchasing. It's, it's not. Nope. Um, so I've got to tell you, if I had $218,000, that is not where I'd be funneling it. Right. So, not surprising, but the winning bidder did not want their name disclosed. But it was sold in the room at the Hard Rock Cafe in Times Square. And the runner-up bid was from a potential buyer in China. So, people the world over. Wow. We're seeking these things out. Apparently, it's it's far from the most someone has paid for footwear at auction. Yeah. So, Nike Airships, worn by Michael Jordan in 1984, sold for $1.47 million now, a year ago. Well, no, that does not make sense to me either. Like, Michael Jordan, shoes are a big part of, like, you know, basketball, whatever. Yeah, well, are you ready for this one? <sighs> Black Nikes, worn by Kanye West of the 2008 Grammys, sold for $1.8 million last That's year as well. That's too much money. That's too much money. Who cares that much about Kanye I, not West? Not me. Well, sure. Kanye West, I don't at all. Plus <laughs> a pair of shoes. Again, like you're just... What are you doing with you're them? Just, you're just having them. They're, you're just going to have them. And who's going to believe me? Yeah, right? That's what I'm like. Um, you're going to print out a picture and post it next to the shoes with an arrow? So the end of the article says the auction also included an NFT of images. What is an NFT? Um, of the Birkenstocks wow, as part is... of the sale. That is, what is that? the age-old question is, what is it? Not age-old. It's a relatively new question. <laughs> like, right now. What an inv I don't know. It's, like, supposedly a relatively hard thing to define. It's very vague, like an NFT. I forgot what it actually stands for. Oh, but you've heard of this. I've heard of an NFT. Okay, well. But a lot of people, like, are having a hard time. Look, maybe I'm pulling this out of nowhere. NFT meaning. What is an A non-fungible token. I don't even know what the word fungible means. I don't either. But well, the, it's a non-fungible one. If anybody's out there that knows what an NFT is, just shoot us an so email. It at... means that something is unique and can't be replaced. By contrast, physical money and cryptocurrencies are fungible. Duh. Of course they're fungible. Okay. Which means they can be traded or exchanged for one another. Every NFT contains a digital signature which makes each one unique. I don't really know what I it is, I seek though. out someone who can explain an F NFT to us that yeah. in a way that it actually makes sense. I don't know what that means. Um, Podcast at gmail.com. Please, please help. Please help us. I don't know what that means. Um, me either. Okay, but uh, so the last couple lines. But perhaps the most pressing question about the sandals, seeing as the auction house notes that they show heavy wear, do they smell? No one only answered that they do smell of success. I don't like that. And that <laughs> line is what made me pick I this article because it like made me uncomfortable. This could easily fit into one of our other segments for me, and that's here's the thing. Because here's the thing. 
I hate feet. Yeah. I hate I'm feet. I'm not a fan either. I think they're disgusting. Yeah. I don't want them near me. No. I will tolerate my significant other's feet. Don't really try to put them near me or I'll yeah. get upset. Only out of necessity, you know? Who's buying these Birkenstocks? I don't know. It is not a surprise to me that they did not want their name disclosed because that is embarrassing. It's weird. That is it's embarrassing. Weird. It's, a weird, uh, it's a weird thing to spend $280,000 on. It is, but you know what? Steve Jobs, I mean, That's... he's done a lot. He's done more than I ever will. He, so. Well, sure. He's, he's a he's famous guy. He he's sure done is. a lot of things and apparently a lot of important ones in those shoes specifically. Yeah. So, all right. here we are. All right, so our next segment is uh, internet mishap. So this will be one where we kind of find weird shit that we plucked from the internet. Mm -hmm. So, or that's sent to us if anybody ever hears this. It can range probably anywhere from like one star reviews to weird Craigslist ads to Facebook Marketplace to who knows what. Mm -hmm. The sky's the limit. Just weird stuff. I found some melting pot reviews oh no <laughs> and i okay so i purposely didn't look at the one star reviews from the one we're going to okay, because great. i feel like that would just be setting us up for failure and the reviews and the star ratings were mainly good across the board mm -hmm, because if mm -hmm. they weren't i wasn't gonna do this but i purposely sought out areas that i felt like would have bad re reviews like for instance the melting pot in philly okay, or the okay. melting pot in camden new jersey which is I, i'm from new jersey it's 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 a sketchy area at times so with that being said i do have a couple little weird reviews so there's a couple long ones but mainly most of them are short the short and sweet ones are my favorite so i'll start mm -hmm. with the longer ones so it's uh jennifer foreman because you made this public i will too mm -hmm. um it's a one-star review for i can't remember which one where this was, one was located but it's neither here nor there if i had the option to leave zero stars i would out of utter disappointment with our experience from start to finish nothing is more dissatisfying than paying over 200 dollars for food that did not come anywhere close to meeting the expectations but the horrible service was really the cherry on top our reservation was at 7.30 p.m., and we did not even get our last course until 10 p.m., which is confusing because the restaurant was very quiet and not busy. Being that we were supposed to get to choose our cooking style, food, cheese, and chocolate, etc., each time our waiter came back, he would say that he already has it fired up, and we were left confused because we never told him what we wanted because he never asked. <laughs> he had it fired up, though. He sure did. Fired up when you cook your own food. Mm -hmm. The manager came over saying that he was going to be helping our waiter out and they said they were on the same page, but then they both repeatedly came back saying different things. There was way too long in between each drink refill and an hour in between each course change. This restaurant is way too expensive to have distasteful food and awkward staff. We mm. never felt welcome. We felt more like a burden the whole time. We completely regret spending our money here. And what, what, what did it for me was the distasteful mm -hmm. food <laughs> comment. <laughs> I... I, I don't know. I, I think mean, it just it tastes well. like something, you know, distasteful, disrespectful, and yeah, you know, I just, I just thought it was really funny <laughs> for some reason. Okay, next one. Fred K. He's a local guide for this one was made. A reservation was, and now he switches to all caps, USELESS. Okay. All Still right. all caps. Okay, that's important. Here's how a reservation is supposed to work, colon. People who make a reservation get to go ahead of those who don't have one. Avoid this restaurant unless you like to wait. Don't bother making a reservation. Okay. All right, Fred. <laughs> okay, now we go, we go lowercase okay. Lower now. Case. Update on the meal. Great wait staff. I ordered the apple bacon salad. It had about two grams of apple with it. That is really specific. If you are measuring your apple in By grams... grams. What I'm you, worried about you. you. Doing, I'm judging. Okay? He really felt passionate about this. Okay? I ordered the apple bacon salad. It had about two grams of apple with uh -huh. it. I would estimate that one medium-sized <laughs> Granny Smith apple would provide enough slices of apples for at least 100 salads. He really went... Wow, he's really done like, the math on this. Basically, the next time you're at a food store, look at the apples and say, if I cut this apple into 100 pieces, I wonder what it would look like. You would have your answer based on how much apple was on my apple salad. Wow. <laughs> he really felt slighted. He was so passionate yeah. about that. He really went out on a limb there. I respect him and his scientific research, though. Yeah, he did. Um, he really went through the process with that. He did, and it it really it did it did he, it for me. He was like, "I'm gonna back this up 
with a visual for everyone. Yeah. Facts. Facts. This is straight facts. Spitting facts. (laughs) This is an excellent, terrible experience. Found metal in my chocolate dessert. Place should really be shut down, but one thing at a time. You will apologize or I will call my lawyer and my doctor and you will be serving food in Ukraine for a long time until the end of time. LOL. LOL. (laughs) What's she laughing out loud? The, no punctuation. The vibe of that review is not that she was laughing out loud. No. That would not have been my assumption. Uh, in my experience, when you do not use any capitalization or punctuation, mm-hmm. you're crazy. Yeah. You're well, crazy. And your review loses a little validity. <laughs> yes. Just a little validity is lost. Uh, just one whole run-on sentence, and you just felt so strongly about it. What's her doctor going to do? What's her lawyer going to do? You chose to eat at this establishment. Well, yeah. I'm just trying to figure out, like, is the doctor supposed to prove that she could have been harmed? Like, are they going to take x-rays and find metal in her GI tract? Like, are you afraid you ate some? I think you'd know. That's what I'm saying. Like, you identified it. Like, did you... You didn't eat any. Did you hurt yourself? Or is just the potential? I don't know. Her pride is hurt. I'll tell you that. Obviously. All right. Uh, just Joshy said, mm-hmm. I asked the waiter what kind of wine he was putting into the pot, to which he responded, Franzia. Horrible flashbacks to freshman year ensued. Oh, no. Dude was pouring box wine that's, yeah, that's not, into the fondue. That's not what I would call high quality. It's not. I have to be honest with you. I wouldn't ask because I'm afraid of an answer like that. I don't want to know. I don't really want to know. I don't want to know. And I wouldn't have been surprised by that answer, but I would have made comments. I definitely would have made comments about, you know, slapping the bag and just Mm. all that, Mm. you know, college stuff. And then the last one is the worst experience of my life. Jane Hicks. Wow. Not the worst. The worst. The worst. The worst. Okay. That's all I have for you. And I hope that our experience... Is Tonight, better. I better be. Yeah, stay tuned. Future, we will we will circle back to we, our experience, and hopefully, it's better than these people's. Certainly. If not, we will try and bring the same level of passion <laughs> and accuracy that Fred did. Yes. Yeah. Channel Fred. All right. All right. So Fine. I took a little a little trip to. Um, Your favorite where, rocket ship? No. So the town where I used to go to school, I would drive around and would drive past the sketchiest little. Motel, rent by the hour, nothing good happens there. Okay. And most of the time they don't. I was like, I'm just wondering. Oh, you did one star reviews too? Yes. I did one star reviews (laughs) for this little hotel. Um, Amanda said, it's the worst place in the whole wide world. (laughs) Uh, She said, the owners are extremely rude, disrespectful, and the most inconsiderate slumlords that she has ever met in her entire life. Did she live there? I don't know. She said, including the slumlords I've seen on TV court shows. Oh my god. They are the absolute worst. Avoid at all cost. <laughs> and one of my questions is, have you met a lot of respectful, considerate slumlords? <laughs> um, well, kind of. Well, I guess, yeah. My first apartment was the house that the landlord had grown up in, like mm. his mom died. It was like the childhood home. Yeah. And so he didn't really put a whole lot of effort into it. Luckily, we sure. were handy and we were like, hey, can you just like take a little bit off the rent for us to fix this or X, Y, and Z? Luckily, he would, but I have no, like if we weren't handy, there would have been a lot of things we went without. So you I, feel he was yeah. just, he was respectful and considerate I... as far as slumlords go. As far as slumlords go, okay. as far right, as slumlords well, go, I do. He was pretty. He was he was okay. pretty considerate. Well, but maybe other Amanda, than that, maybe no. Amanda would have liked him more. Maybe. I I'm I just like how did you find yourself here? Is my question. <laughs> so, well, yeah. What were the what were the right. circumstances surrounding so, this, Amanda? Um, Brandon said this is the cheapest motel in Sanford, and for good reason. I've stayed <laughs> in some sketchy places, and this is by far the seediest I have seen anywhere in the country. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, we had some, we really were reaching for the stars. He's well-traveled, I assume. Apparently, immediately upon arrival, oh at about 1.30, my wife and I were propositioned to buy hard drugs from a homeless man in the parking lot. <laughs> so, we're starting well, strong. That can also happen in your local Buffalo Wild Wings. Well, so. sure. Uh, the room was decrepit, with exposed wiring and drywall. <laughs> Alright, okay. It's decrepit, yep. <laughs> Disgusting carpet from the 80s, all the furniture falling apart and from the 80s, including the bed. We checked for bed bugs under the mattress and instead found roaches. Nice. There is mold on Upgrade. the ceiling and cobwebs everywhere. The bathroom 
included exposed drywall, no hot water, and dirty tile. All night we heard the sounds of the TV in the next room and obnoxiously loud squeaking from the pipes as water pumped through them. There was a microwave and an ancient little mini-fridge, which was probably full of asbestos, which also <laughs> kept making eerie sounds all night from its compressor. My wife and I each slept with our knives in the bed with us, and I felt compelled to check on the car every little while. There was basic cable, but the Wi-Fi password the little dude gave me didn't work, and when I went back to get it, he kept insisting it was the right password. Next time, we can't afford a decent motel. We're sleeping in our car in the Walmart parking lot. I was just going to ask that. At that point, I would be in my car. I would go find a rest stop, and I would sleep so in my I'm car. Saying, I would not have even... Like, you're going no. to check on your car every few hours anyway. You might as just well just sleep, sleep in, in it. it. Because you're not getting any sleep now. That is... <laughs> Decrepit. Decrepit is a word that always gets me. It always gets me because it gives me such a visual. Yeah. And I just can't not laugh. I think it's so funny. Mm -hmm. Also, serious question. Asbestos. Would that be in a refrigerator? Is that something that they've used to build refrigerators in the past? Well, he felt strongly everything was from the 80s. I don't know if the mini fridge and the microwave were also from the 80s. Was there a lot of asbestos in the 80s? I don't know. I, I thought know. it was normally found in, like, the like walls. Tile, like, ceiling, ceiling tiles, tiles yeah. and things like that. Like that over there? It's probably asbestos. Yeah. But, you yeah, know, <laughs> that's, like, from the 40s. Yeah. So, like, in the 80s, was there, like, still a whole lot of it? I don't know. But you know what? I'm sorry that you had that experience. Yeah. I definitely would not have stayed as long as he did. I'm just no. saying, like, if I had to sleep with a knife and check on my car constantly. <laughs> Him and the wife. Yeah, they both slept they with both their They both slept with their knives. Individually. Oh, my God. Um, and this reminds me of when my parents and I were moving. I was 12, and we were moving from Florida to North Carolina. And there was a hurricane literally, like, behind us, okay? Like, we uh-huh. are running from a hurricane in a U-Haul truck that the AC Has a governor and the lights, on it. Like, it's <laughs> terrible, okay? And we got to the point where my dad was like, I can't safely drive in this vehicle anymore with the wind, the rain, the vehicle was not performing appropriately. Like, I think there was something wrong with the light. So we pulled over to Jekyll Isle. I want to say it's in Georgia. So we hadn't even made it super far. And because a bunch of people were running from the hurricane, there was not a whole lot of hotels that had open rooms. Sure. So we stumbled across an Econo Lodge. Okay? Yeah, I've seen so them. So you've seen them. Not stated uh, any. No, wouldn't recommend it. Um, <laughs> I think it was like $75. Every room except a few were booked. Like, it was craziness. And we get to our room. The floor is wet, and we are not sure why. Okay. The toilet seat is held together with electrical tape, and it was just a mess. Nothing was good. Everything was bad. But we had no options. But the kicker was that... The entire floor shared a plunger. And if you needed a plunger, there you was one. You'd have to hunt it down. You'd have to hunt it down. And we ended up needing a plunger. I do not know why. I don't know if it was from the get-go. Whatever. So my dad had to go. I don't even know how. I think he asked the front one, like, yeah, we gave it to room so-and-so. He had to go to, like, room, you know, 20 and say, hey, do you guys have the plunger? And they're like, no, we gave it to room 17. (laughs) And he had to go, like, do this, like, backwards tracking down this plunger at the entire level shared. You had no choice. You had nowhere to go. Yeah. You had to find this plunger. Yeah. Like, like, the floor's already wet. Is it the air conditioner? Is something overflowing? Is something else causing the floor to be wet? Do we want to know? No. No. No, you don't. Um, we did survive, but... Did you bring bed bugs home with you? I don't, I don't think so. Good I don't remember that. Uh, but... You're yeah, lucky. That was not, that was not a fun time. I do have one more. This yes. This very short and sweet. This is, uh, Christina. She gave it two stars. All right? Okay. She said, good times and bad times. <laughs> oh, I need more. That's I need all, more. That's all she had to oh, say. she's gone to some hotel parties there. Christina and she's probably also had some weird good times connections. And bad times. Oh, man. Yep. No period. Just I good times and bad times. Short and sweet. <laughs> yep. Right to the point. Yeah. You know what? I think I'd be friends with her. I identify with that. That's, well, yeah. Not necessarily with the CD motel no. portion. Um, good times and bad times, though. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, there are many points in my life that I could look back on and just, you know, that would sum it up. Good times and bad times. Perfectly. All right, girl. And I just, you know, I've seen this place. I've driven by it. Right. And just driving by it, 
Just like <laughs> you know, it's, yeah, it's this. Yeah, See, it is seedy. Well, Matt and I travel a lot, mm-hmm. so when we go, you know, because we're both not from here, um, we're actually in Virginia, but we are both actually from New Jersey, and then he spent some time in Tennessee, and so we travel a lot, and we drive mostly because we have three dogs, and we love to bring them if we can, and sometimes we'll leave like right after work, drive through the night until we get too tired to drive, and then we'll stay somewhere, and usually like we'll have somewhere lined up, like his parents are nice enough to let us use some hotel points here and there because they're awesome and you know most of the time if we're going to do something like that that's what we do there have been times where we've stayed in places so one time we stayed in this sketchy motel and I it was okay I didn't find any roaches and like with my dogs like I have one dog moose will eat anything he will eat anything and so I have to like Mm pre-screen you know so I'm looking for roach traps I'm looking anything he might eat and die you know but we went in there and I was looking around and I was like really and it wasn't like as unclean as this place sounded or anything Mm -hmm. like that but we slept there and I was like I don't want to do this again I don't want to do this again Mm -hmm. luckily they allowed our dogs but I was like everybody on the bed everybody on the bed all the dogs on the everybody on the bed so I it would not be out of the question for me to end up at a place like this and I just really hope that it never happens and Matt I love you if you're listening (laughs) but I get sketched out (laughs) I get sketched out well, I'm like, that's what I'm saying. Like, him like him and his wife had to sleep with a knife. I would have just been like, hey. <laughs> As we've established, it obviously couldn't have cost that much money. I mean, it may have been all they had, though. They said right. they couldn't afford more. Right. But, but I would have asked for a refund. Yes. And stayed in my car. Yeah, because that's free. So it's, it's not free, like you're spending and I would feel any more money. Yes, because you could go drive park. to somewhere yes. safer. We could go park at a nice hotel. Yes. You know? I could Probably. at least be near it. Yeah. I couldn't be in there, but I could be near it. Probably. Yeah. All right, well, here we are. So our next segment is, uh, it's called uh, Am I the Asshole? So we are seeking out stories where people are just wondering if they're in the wrong and uh, pretty much everybody knows am i the asshole you know um one of the most i think if not the most popular subreddits yes so that's primarily where i've found mine so far Mm -hmm. but we really want to find some like real life situations so if there's anybody out there actually listening to us and you think we're funny please if you have any situations where even if you know you are or you aren't the asshole. If you want our take on it, because we tend to have passionate opinions, please Indeed. send us an email at theadrpodcast at gmail.com. And I recommend changing the names of the individuals involved yeah. so that mm-hmm. you, we can protect your integrity. Because however they come in is how I'm going to read them. Correct. Who went first on the last one? I did. You can go first. This okay. Time. So for one of the ones I found, it's... Am I the asshole for being pissed off at my girlfriend for licking all the Oreos? Okay, do you want my initial thoughts based on the... um... Sure, go for it. No. Yeah. You're not the asshole. But I could change my mind. (sighs) Yeah. So we'll Um, see. He said, this is so stupid. We mostly get along (laughs) great, but this is one issue that's driving me crazy. Yesterday, I went to get myself a couple of Oreos, and I noticed that they looked like they were taken apart and put back together. The cream was smeared slash gone from a couple, and my girlfriend confirmed that she licked every single one of them and put them back in the box she kept saying just eat your chocolate chips but that's not the point it's not hygienic having licked food just laying around the house it's just gross today she's <laughs> doubling down when the groceries <laughs> came she opened her chips in front of me licked one of them all over just slobbered all over it like ew oh my god <laughs> then put it back in the bag and shook it up Who now is this? i can't eat any of them because i don't know which ones have spit on them Girlfriend says that I'm the asshole for not letting this go, but I can't. It's gross. And then it's edited and says, I just want to clarify a few things. They're not her snacks. We pick our own snacks, but we pay for groceries together. So technically they're all our snacks. I usually try to eat the ones I pick first, but sometimes I run out or get bored of the same thing. She's welcome to have mine if she wanted. She never finishes her snacks. She eats like a bird. While I work out and eat a lot more calories, it makes no sense for her to hoard snacks that she will never finish before they go bad. We're getting deep about yeah. the snacks. Yeah, he edited it again. Oh He's, my He said, God. fine, I get it. I'm the asshole. But I wasn't trying to be gaslighting or whatever. We talked and I apologized. We agreed to buy separate snacks that we pay for ourselves. It kind of feels more like a roommate thing than a girlfriend-boyfriend thing. And she wouldn't agree not to lick her snacks anymore. Which makes, <laughs> <laughs> which makes me think... It might be a deeper issue, but it's just not worth the hassle to me at this point, so I let it go. It's resolved, so you can all stop commenting now. 
Okay. okay. I was, I'm sorry. I was trying really hard to be polite no, and let you ahead. finish because I have a lot of feelings. I think, first of all, he's a baby back bitch. Okay. Second of all, I don't know that they are compatible. I don't think this is the actual issue here. No. I think that there is more. And I'm sorry, but if you live together, which it sounds like they do, mm-hmm. it wasn't specifically outlined that they do, but if yeah. you're buying groceries together and your snacks are commingling, you live together probably. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't care who bought them. I don't care who bought them. You live together. You're in a partnership. They're everybody's snacks. Now, with that being said, if you know one, so you know she got these and she's really looking forward to them. Like, okay, probably be respectful and don't mm-hmm. eat them. What is this? Why she put would you do that? The cream, no cream. She licked she all the put cream, them back. put them to, back together, and put it back in the. Or- no, I would have a hard time not becoming physically violent with That's... this girl if she lived with me. This is why I've never no. had roommates that weren't a significant other. Because yeah. I'm like, I... This is terrible. Now, I've had... Could not live with this chaos. I've had two roommates besides my husband. And Any of them uh, lick their snacks? No. Can't right. say. I, I feel like I would just be <laughs> dumbfounded. <laughs> I don't even think I would be able to argue about it. I would just be like, just be like okay. Are you serious? You're really crazy, and I feel like confrontation yeah, like, is probably not There has to be work. more issues than this. Like, there has to be. And I don't know how he was determined... To be the issue here because look maybe there's I no don't context. Either. That's but, like, what I'm getting fired up about the most. First instinct was like, dear God, she's insane. Mine too. I'm and like, she okay. is in the wrong. Like that's crazy. How old are these people? I don't know. It doesn't specify. You know, a lot of Reddit stuff will be like, you know, 23 f like yeah, exactly or whatever. Um, this one does not have any names and it does not <sighs> specify ages. Uh, it and was... take it down if you're like getting heated about people. Uh, well, he's deleted. Like exactly. the users deleted. This was from 340 days ago. So my apologies if you've already stumbled across this. I Hilarious. came across it and I was like, "Wow, that's a doozy. That's too much." And then to lick the chip, like I feel like this has to have been stemmed from some other yeah. argument they've had. To lick the chip, that's the pettiest thing <laughs> I've ever heard. Because you think you're not wrong. Which now I'm tell you what, I'm a petty Betty, and I've done some stuff. I would oh. never do that. I would mm. never do that. That is a crazy gross. move. That is insane. Like I'm imagining eye contact like the whole time. Now it Spit doesn't, in the bag. doesn't specify sick. that, but I'm just imagining. I am too. Some very very intense direct eye because contact. Because it was immediately after this conflict yeah. which is pretty ridiculous to begin with and you're just spitting yeah. in the lays now he said she's doubling down oh my yeah she doubled down and yeah. she's crazy get away from her get yeah. away from her i much. hope that the resolution was that y'all are no longer together because she need help yeah i mean it was almost a year ago so i'm gonna guess that they are no longer an item and if guess. they are i hope that she is Hope they worked through their issues. Yeah. <clears throat> then she's a better person now because that is insane. Yeah. I was not expecting that that much out of that. I was like, oh, it's probably gonna be pretty simple. There is so much yeah. to unpack it was with a that lot. one. That mm-hmm. was really good. Mm-hmm. So mine is, am I the? And I hope you didn't read it, but am I the asshole for refusing to take my sister-in-law on a romantic getaway? No, I did not read that one. What is? What are your initial thoughts based on the title? Uh, no. Right. Uh, see, because the words sister-in-law and romantic getaway do not jive. <laughs> they should me. never be in the same sentence. Now, I adore my sister-in-law. <laughs> yeah, She's the best it. sister-in-law ever. We have gone on trips together, but like like me, Stephen, and Kelly have gone on trips together, but never like with the goal of the trip being a romantic getaway. No. And just come on. Let's, you want to come with us? Yeah. No. You know, we'll book, book you into all the activities no 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 it's weird all right well here we go i female 28 have been friends with Brittany, female 28 since we were about five or six and we are very close to this day as part of having a friendship with me she was around my brother male would be 30 quite a lot as children and the romance blossomed as teenagers they were married five years ago now i'm gonna pause for a second that's already kind of a weird dynamic and i'm glad Mm -hmm. that it worked for you guys but anyway Unfortunately, my brother passed two years ago in a tragic accident and left behind a mountain of debt for Brittany. She was eight months pregnant at the time and ended up moving in with my parents and her daughter, Lilac, two female. Live with my parents to this day and the family alternate watching Lilac so that Brittany can get her degree. Everyone has really rallied around Brittany in such a trying time. 
For Christmas, my husband, male 30, bought an all-inclusive trip for him and I to explore Paris and have a romantic getaway. I have always had France on my wish list and I am so grateful for such a wonderful gift. We leave in February for two weeks and it is honestly a dream come true. I told my parents about the gift and they told Brittany, who called me in floods of tears, asking that I take her instead of my husband. She said that she will never be able to experience a romantic getaway like that with her own husband and that we, my husband and I, could just go again another time. She said that she gave up everything to raise lilac and she would love for us to have a girl's trip like we did when we were younger. I told Brittany that that was not possible. This was a gift from my husband to me and I fully expect to have a romantic getaway with him. Brittany told me that I was punishing her for being a widow and that it was unfair that I would have a love affair in Paris while she cried at my brother's grave. Wow. My husband thinks she is trying to make me feel guilty, but he said he would step out of the trip if I would like to take Brittany. The thing is that I want to go with my husband, but my parents have since called to tell me that they would watch Lilac and that I should not rub my happy marriage in Brittany's face. My mom told me that I would be selfish to leave a grieving widow over Valentine's Day. Am I being an asshole? Now, when did her? When did this guy die? She was eight years. months pregnant when he died, and yeah. the child is now two. Okay, so t- over two years. Okay, wow, that's a lot. I think that Brittany is being a little extra, more than a little. She's being ridiculously extra. Right mm-hmm. now, I don't know what has been embellished. Sure, what you know, no. the feelings can yeah, make you do some things. Obviously, all of these probably have significantly more context. I mean, relationships have years of foundation and context, yeah, and it yeah. sounds like theirs have too. So it could definitely be things that we are not being made aware of. But regardless, it sounds like she's really like trying to guilt trip her. And I am so, so sorry that your husband died. Yeah. And it yeah. was very sad. And that and in an awful um, time. I mean, awful, that, there's awful. nowhere a good no, time. But no, they, yeah, never. That. Um, that's terrible. I do not think that she is in any way, shape, or form obligated to take her friend instead of her husband. I don't think so either. And what really sent it home for me was that she said that it was unfair that I would have a love affair in Paris while she cried at my brother's grave. Yeah. That is extra. That's too much. Uh, It's not a love affair. It's actually, it's called my marriage. Um, (laughs) Yeah. uh, Well. And he planned the trip to go with her. And I, I understand that Brittany may or may not ever be able to have that sort of experience. And I am sorry for her. You, you like take a weekend trip somewhere small. I do not think that demanding or expecting that the other girl would give up her dream trip with her husband for that. Now, and it also doesn't really sound like Brittany would be a fun time. It doesn't. Because if she's going to be crying at home, she's going to be crying in Paris, too. Yeah, change the scenery like, is not going to completely change and your life. I don't know Brittany, and I don't, don't know her coping mechanisms. Sure, sure. It doesn't seem sound like, like they're, they're great. And so, potentially a drunken Brittany in Paris yeah, could be. crying. Yeah, I mean, her husband is incredibly, I guess, compassionate yeah. um, to offer to step down, but I would never, ever ask or expect that that would no. be yeah i was gonna um, say bless his yeah. husband for really just being empathetic probably also feeling extremely awkward yeah because it's like weird. oh i gave you this gift and now i've caused like a whole rift in your family but also take your wife on that trip yeah it sounds like Brittany has some work to do yes Brittany definitely has some deep dives to do yeah she does in the near future yeah so, yeah those are some solid ones yeah all right so the next one is here's the thing which Cassidy named because uh, yeah. it's going to be about things that we feel really passionate about. And when Cassidy feels passionate about things... I get pretty worked up. Yeah. you get, Yeah, my husband probably cringes when he hears, here's the thing. Because I do it at home all the time. It's like your equivalent of, I just think it's funny Yeah, now. it is. It is. I'll be like, so here's the thing. This is the thing. The thing is this. And then I will launch into something that is bothering me. Or that is just really annoying to me. I don't know. Many different things. You never know what's going to follow it because it can be completely from left field. But it is something that I say a fair amount and that Stephen is going to recognize for sure. Yeah. And usually when we're passionate about things and we start to talk about them, a volume increase. It is. It happens gradually throughout the discussion. And I have been made aware and Cassidy has also been made aware that I can feel like we're yelling and it's really just that we're passionate. Okay. So hopefully our volume doesn't get too loud about some of these things and they can range from like simple things 
things that we just can't stand for whatever reason and we would like yeeted from the surface of the earth Mm -hmm. to nothing controversial or anything like that but things that are just like deeply seated in us that we feel passionate about for whatever ridiculous reason yeah some of these have absolutely no basis whatsoever and we know that (laughs) they don't and that they are purely just ridiculous things and we are aware of that for some of them not all of them some of them some of them are justified. Some of them, you're just yeah. like, why do you care about that? And some of them will never be justified, <clears throat> and I just refuse to see it any other way. And that's sure. a character flaw that I have not grown mm-hmm. past in my life yet. So I guess I'll go first, because mine is really simple, and I have a feeling that yours isn't as simple, and it's going to trigger more conversation than mine. So this one was pretty easy, and I chose it before certain events. So um, cooked cauliflower. Cooked cauliflower. I... <laughs> Don't like it. I don't really... I'm offended by cauliflower in general. I will eat it raw, like, on a crudite with some dip. Like, give me some ranch and some cauliflower. Fine. Whatever. I don't... Hear me out. I, I like how you say it, though. Cauliflower? Yeah. How do you say it? Cauliflower. Cauliflower. Yeah. Cauliflower. Do you not pronounce the I like that? Do you I not don't. emphasize the I? No, say I it say again. Cauliflower. Cauliflower. Yeah. Like, 1-800-cauliflower. <laughs> Oh my god! But you're right. I'm gonna it's, have to ask people to spelled, say it now. It's spelled with an I, so it very well could be called Am I saying, Oh my god, my whole life is a I'm lie. I'm so sorry. Please, I didn't mean to derail you. I no! Just... This is... <laughs> this has become important now. Oh yeah. my god, when Matt gets home, I have to ask him how he says it. Cauliflower. Oh my god. Cauliflower. Anyway, sorry, cauliflower. sorry, sorry. What I am not a fan of... And I'm already getting worked up about it. And it's so stupid. Yeah, if but- you guys could see us, we both talk with our hands. Yes. Like it's our job. So uh, you can't see us and that's no. on purpose. But um, <laughs> if you could, our hands. Yes. They're just they're the flying. They're flipping yeah. and flapping. And I cannot stand by and, and watch cauliflower masquerading around as something that it's not. I hate it. I can't stand it. Cauliflower rice, cauliflower crust. Cal- I don't, I can't do it. Now, I will tell you. I was going to say. I'm a fan of a cauliflower I was about wing. To, I was about to say. Cauliflower wings will always have their place for me and they deserve their moment and I'll stand by that. <laughs> However, no longer for me personally. Yeah, well. I still think that they were, I really, they had their time. It was about three weeks of my life where I was really excited about the cauliflower wing and then I got a 24 hour stomach bug that was atrocious. We won't yeah. go into detail. I was a disaster. I could not leave the bathroom. I had to send Matt out at three in the morning for Pepto. It was the sickest I've ever been in a 24 mm-hmm. hour period probably in my life. <laughs> but a cauliflower wing is good. Don't come at me with a cauliflower mash. No. Give, where's the potato? No. I, okay. I will hear your opinion, right. but I will not agree with it. I grew up with mashed cauliflower. Oh, right? okay. Now, my dad was diabetic. He was type 2 diabetic, okay? Um, so, mom made a lot of adjustments for us. Now, the way we made the mashed cauliflower, I do not feel it was probably much healthier than just eating <laughs> okay. potatoes. Fair, okay, fair. So mom would like steam the ever living crap out of call of the out of the cauliflower to where it is soft enough to mash. Yeah, obviously. So removing all nutrients. More or less, you're left with just a mere shell of what it used to be. <laughs> Just a translucent <laughs> yeah. husk. The idea, the of, idea cauliflower. of cauliflower. Okay. <laughs> and we do like a brick of cream cheese. Oh. <laughs> Just have the potato. Well, I guess it's low carb. It's yeah, low it's carb. lower carb. And that was the thing like with the diabetes. It was yeah, like, yeah. it's lower carb. And it was I good. I really, but like, I do, I don't think that it is a... A hundred percent like dupe for mashed potatoes. Like you don't no. say, "Oh my gosh, I'm it's craving mashed potatoes." Well, you drain it's the water watery. out. Yeah, but still, it seeps. It's like a cucumber, and you don't like cucumber, so I you can like identify cucumbers. with this. You're right. It makes things everything wet. It's soupy. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I'm fine. Watch the cream cheese is thick enough that like having a little moisture in there is not It'll a big okay. deal. Otherwise, you'd be dealing with like a paste. Yeah. You know? So and the that'd be... cauliflower, and then like you just throw in a bunch of random stuff. Like seasonings, okay? I'm not doing it. I really enjoy it, um, but as we've discussed previously, I like all of my vegetables soft. Yeah, and I can't do it. I can't do it. I, just, I like a I crunch. Like I like a crunch. I don't. And you know what, cauliflower, you're disqualified from my life entirely now, unless I it's know. raw. I had one shining moment yeah. for you. You had one shot, one opportunity to seize everything you ever wanted. Mom's spaghetti. And they. And it's gone. Yeah. 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 I'm not doing it anymore. I am writing off cauliflower altogether. And that's I'm all sorry I have. to hear it. 
I'm not. Well, you don't have to say it as much. Then. All right. So this is a hot. This is a hot topic. Okay. Right? I don't know if you're ready for us or for everyone. Yeah. Or I think you, now that's the whole thing is that you know like when you're growing up and your family does something and you just assume this is like a singular thing individual to your family like no one else does this. Maybe I usually assume the opposite. I automatically assume that everybody did these okay. things. I don't know. I guess I didn't think about it much as a kid, but yeah. you know, I've talked to Dr. Rorig and Kaylee about this, and neither one of them had ever heard of this. Okay. Those um, are our coworkers, by the way. Yeah. Had never heard of this and were horrified. Horrified? <laughs> yeah. Oh Have my God. you heard of, like, having a vomit popcorn bowl? Yes. <laughs> and you want to know what's really funny? Yeah. Matt had the puke bucket growing up, yeah. and it was, like, the biggest stock pot that his yeah. mom had. Yes. yes. Okay. So, this <laughs> apparently is a thing. There was a video. It is a thing. Yeah, I had one. Yeah. So, there was a video on TikTok that was circulating where someone, like, was talking, I don't know if they were, like, talking Every about being. Every family has the biggest pot. So, you had one? Yes. Okay, great. So, <laughs> we, I had one. You know, like, when you're a kid, you go to Blockbuster, and Blockbuster had, like, these big popcorn bowls. So, this is, like, literally a popcorn bowl. Okay? Yeah, yeah. And it had, like, a lid on it, and they would, like, have, it was, like, a movie kit whatever it had right, like yeah. candy in it and like a, a popcorn that you can pop at home yeah and we we didn't usually like splurge on stuff like that we yeah. went to blockbuster all of the time i right. love blockbuster we did too. and so we would go to blockbuster and like pick out our movies or whatever but we didn't ever really get like the extras yeah at some point my mom must have bought like one of the little kits and it's this massive yellow bowl that has blockbuster on the side yeah and that <laughs> was classic. our vomit popcorn bowl yeah and i saw this circulating like on tiktok like did this, you the See, I've video, seen it. there's a video of someone talking about it at their office or something that yeah. they're sick and they just like reference their vomit popcorn bowl okay they're just like casually oh like a po- it. theirs was a popcorn bowl too yeah vomit popcorn interesting bowl. yes and so okay. everybody in the office like the person they said it to was like um come again like vomit popcorn bowl what yeah and they like surveyed people in the office and like some people had the same exact experience vomit popcorn bowl interesting and other people were like i've never heard of that oh my gosh that's disgusting <laughs> and i saw this so i saw an article a buzzfeed article yeah you know, the america's news source buzzfeed <laughs> yes. um and they had written about this video and had a poll at the end of the article where it was like, yes, it was a staple in my home, rewash and reuse is our motto, or absolutely not, I use a trash can slash toilet slash something my food wasn't put in. 50-50. Okay? Really? It was 50-50. So there was 18.5 thousand votes for popcorn vomitable. Okay. But they had one. Yeah. That's a lot of people. That's a lot and of people. And there was 18.6 thousand votes. That is very close. It's so wow. close. That, that's disgusting. Well... I had it, and that's what I used, you know? And I was talking to Dr. Rorg about it because Kaylee was horrified. She was shocked. She's not a germaphobe or anything either. No, she was just like, They didn't have that? they didn't have that. So I was discussing, like, the characteristics of my vomit bowl that made it a good vomit bowl. (laughs) Yes. It's large. Has to be. It's relatively shallow, but it's easy to hold. Okay. Now, for a little kid, like, I'm not sitting up. You know? No. Sometimes you're, you're just like, bleh, over yep. to the side. Like, over to the side of the bed. Yeah, exactly. That's where they would put it, next yeah. to the bed. So, this was our vomit bowl. And when I moved out, my mom was like, hey, you want, do you want the bowl? And I was Did like, Did you take I it? I would love to have the bowl. <laughs> so, I took the bowl. And my, um. Do you use it for things that aren't? That? No, I don't think okay. I personally have. Okay. I'll be honest with you. I, I, my, growing up, we definitely did. Like, definitely <laughs> used it for Family both. movie night. And it was just like, oh, it's the popcorn bowl. Oh, it's the vomit bowl. It was just like, whatever you needed it to be is what it was. And <laughs> oh, when I God. moved out, like, I, I took the bowl with me. Mm-hmm. And I don't think, again, I don't think I've actually used it. I don't know if my first roommate knew that's what it was for or sure. not. But my second roommate, Mary, she got crazy sick one night. And she has used this pop, like, she has yeah. used this bowl. Yeah. Like, and I, she I was, she was like, similar she's like, I'm vomiting. I was like, I don't, I've got you. Okay. I know exactly <laughs> what you need. Yes. And it is my giant 
yellow blockbuster popcorn vomit ball. You put a glass of water on the nightstand and you put a, a receptacle yeah. on the floor. It is ne never do I think of a trash can first. I think of our biggest, which usually happens to be our least used mm -hmm. kitchen item because that is what we did as a kid. Yeah. And I can't remember what ours was. It might have been like a big mixing bowl or something yeah. or like a pot. I yeah. can't remember which it was and maybe it was both because my mom, I think she just grabbed like the biggest yeah. thing that would like fit comfortably like in the bed or next to the bed. Yeah. And as a kid, you just roll over and you're like, you like yeah, that's exactly yes that's what you and do it was always a kitchen you clean it you yeah, clean it it's cleaned so well yes. and it was things that we used and matt had the same thing his mom yeah. is like, like the vomit bucket Stephen he called it thing. and it was literally remember, a stock pot i don't remember exactly what steven said but he had something similar and i don't yeah. know if it was exactly like a popcorn vomit bowl but he was like yeah we had like a vomit bowl yeah and it's just like it was a staple and i didn't think much of it but it's also not something you think to like ask other people you know yeah. so when i saw this circulating i was like Wow, that's interesting. Like, I, who knew that this was a common experience Yeah, that would be so divisive? Now, Dr. Rourke did say that she, as I described my vomit bowl, she said that she did understand some of the characteristics that made it a good popcorn bowl would also make it a good vomit bowl. Of course she did. Because Dr. That's Rourke, just how her brain works. Yes, that she said she could see it from both sides yes um <laughs> sounds like her. while kaylee's just staring at me in horror <laughs> i wonder if they thought i was gonna have like know. have I, had one or not i thought you wouldn't have had one really yeah no you had we one. got down yeah. with it and like i think like we had like a tupperware like a tupperware yeah. bowl that was good i don't know but yeah we had definitely yeah, yeah had it. and i'm pretty sure now that i think of it it was like a mixing bowl with the lid yeah. that, that that like my mom was like do yeah, i know where this the is lid the one is? we always grab absolutely not i have not seen the lid yeah and i don't know how long but <laughs> i have the popcorn vomit ball it is at my house um, and I'm sure this will just reinforce people's you can't eat at everybody's house. But I, again, yeah. I have not used it and do I... not have intention of using it for anything other than that. Yeah. But like, I mean, it is what it is, man. So. It lives with my kitchen items because it's a kitchen item that I happen to throw up into when needed. <laughs> now, see, ours as a kid, like, wasn't a designated for a specific, like, yours was mm -hmm. a popcorn bowl. Like, that's yeah. what your family used it for. Ours was just, like, kitchen. Like, a large yeah. kitchen item that was easy to puke in, basically. <laughs> Pretty much. I will not disclose what we use here in my home now oh, okay. as a puke bucket because there was one day where i was like matt he was leaving for work and i was sick and i was like can you get me a puke bucket mm -hmm. and he came back with an item and i'm not going to disclose it right. and if you don't want to eat at my house anymore anyone that's fine we actually have since gotten rid of that specific item okay and replaced it with a new one, but I cannot promise you that the same choice will not be made again in the future. Well, we have, um, so, <laughs> Stephen and so I I'm have, just gonna keep it to myself. like, been sick a few times, like, during our marriage, like, yeah. growing up, and we had bought, like, a stack of little trash cans from Ikea. Okay. And we had kind of an excess, so, like, we have one that's kind of, we have two that have kind of naturally become that. Sure. But that does wow. not mean that I've gotten rid of my vulnerable. I still have it. And there you go. I, so the last time I got sick, which is when I had the cauliflower wings for the last time, I used the bathroom trash can because mm -hmm. I was stuck in the bathroom. I was anchored sure. to the bathroom. You, you use what's at your disposal. And so, yeah. So that's what I had because there was no getting anything yeah. else and the toilet was unavailable for other reasons. Sure, sure. So, yeah. But would that have been my choice if I was bedridden? No. 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 And if I asked Matt to bring me... A receptacle that wouldn't have been his choice either mm -hmm. he would have went through the kitchen so yeah i just feel like trash it's cans... a normal thing yeah, i i agree i agree and i have my bowl and you know what my kids will probably throw up into it <laughs> and i will carry on yeah i'll carry the torch i wonder which one of them will want to take it see that's the part that i think now, is a little I'm off an, look i'm an only that child you offered it and mom, you took mom it, took it. <laughs> i don't know why i don't even know how the discussion came up i think that we were going um, like when I moved into my apartment, I think we were going through like mom's kitchen and she was just giving me excess things. Yeah. Like she's like, oh, you know, I have, you know, five spatulas. Do you want one? And I think we just got to that cupboard and she was like, oh, do you, do you want the, do you want the bump? And I was like, of course I want the bump. <laughs> Would I tell you no? Oh my God. It's just, it's just, That's good. it's related to just my childhood. Yeah, I, I guess. Had it's but you know you know what I'm yeah. saying good times and bad times <laughs> is that is that popcorn bowl <laughs> so, oh my god I uh, love it yes yeah, good times we watched a lot of movies made a lot of popcorn out of that bowl bad, bad times, times I threw up in that bowl a lot 
<laughs> and so did other members of your family. So did other members of the family. Yes. And my roommate. So oh. <laughs> I don't know if Mary knew I love that she was carrying the torch at that time, but she threw up into that bowl a lot. Here's to you, Mary. I'm glad you're okay, Mary. Because <laughs> she went to the ER shortly after that. Oh, thank God. Did she bring the bowl? No, we did not bring oh, the bowl. Oh, God. All right. I love that. That was great. It's a normal thing. I don't care what any of you have to say. Yeah. It's just a staple. It is. This brings us to our last segment. So the last segment I named is the songs of our time for 1999. Mm-hmm. Do you remember those commercials when you were I a do. kid? I do. And you know what? I said it to Steven. I was like listing the segments off for him. And I said the songs of our time for 1999. And he didn't get it. And then he read it. And he was like, oh, he thought it was like the year 1999. I see. But it's $19.99. No. Um, he was like, oh, yeah, like the infomercial. Yes. And I said, yes, yes. Stephen, like the infomercial. I don't know if you guys remember. Well, this was, you were yeah. talking about this, but yeah. um, like that there was infomercials and it would be like, you know, 50s rock or something. Yes. Like, or like, you know. Love songs. Love, love songs. songs. It was like 36 beautiful songs by all our favorite artists. Mm-hmm. The ultimate collection for just nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. Satisfaction guaranteed. Mm-hmm. And then it would go into like Michael McDonald yeah. or like. Yeah. Like, uh, what's his name? Bolton. Yeah, Michael yeah. Bolton. Michael Bolton. Yes, yes. And, like, the, and, I don't, and I would watch it for so long. I would, too. And I'd be like, too. why am I still watching yeah. this infomercial? I don't know. It was, but you, it was but one of those did. things. You'd wake up in the middle of the night if you left the yeah. TV on and you'd be like, what is happening? Huh. Yeah. And you'd know every one of the songs, yeah. too. Yeah. And I could actually hear it playing mm-hmm. in my mind yeah. over and over. Like, I could probably, like, if I, if someone started the, like, first song of the commercial, I could probably tell you yeah. what ones came after that yep. in the sampling because I, I've listened to a lot of those, mm-hmm. I guess, exactly. apparently in the 90s. So we are making a Spotify playlist. It's already made. We just haven't, we don't, obviously don't have any yeah. songs to add to it yet. Um, but to go along with this because I just... I've actually seen something similar to this um, in another podcast, and I thought it was really, I don't know, just fun, because, like, I'm very music-oriented, and I also have a very eclectic music taste, uh, and you do, too. too, So, I thought it'd be fun, because it's gonna be bananas. It's gonna be all over the place. It is, because, I mean, you and I both, crazy eclectic taste. Yeah, yeah. Literally, I could listen to probably a good chunk of stuff from almost any genre. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it's just going to be, like, the mood we're in. Yep, so hopefully it has something for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully. But you can go ahead and go first. So, mine is Josiah and the Bonnevilles. Uh, I, don't I don't know. know them. You haven't heard of him. Okay. Mm-mm. He did a cover of Taylor Swift's Antihero. Okay. <clears throat> okay. I, I know that song. don't like Taylor Swift. <laughs> Uh, um, maybe unpopular opinion I don't either I don't like her I don't either Steven. I don't like her vibe I don't like her personality I don't like her I don't songs. either I think she's overrated like and yeah. anyway she's not my she's not my thing neither um but he did this cover of anti-hero yeah and I saw it on tiktok like just a snippet because he hadn't finished recording the full cover yet and was immediately obsessed okay. so in general everything I've listened to by him and I like listened to his discography I like almost all of it okay and I don't, I, I only ever see him. I did not do research to see, like, who the other members of his band is or if it literally is just him. Um, but it's Josiah and the Bonnevilles, and it's anti-hero, and in, parenth- in parentheses it says country version. Okay. Um, and I have listened to it a ton, but he does other covers. He did, like, a Justin Bieber cover. He did Stolen Love. He does a bunch of, like, he has other covers, but he also just has some of his own original songs, and I oh. really enjoy all of his work. Now, as you know, I've been a lot more in a, I don't know what you want to call it, like, indie folk yeah. kind of vibe. Yeah. Um, so, like, him and a few other, like, artists I've just been really listening to. But that is one of my favorite songs currently. Okay. We will add it to the playlist. And yes. I will have to listen to it. I, which I know the Taylor Swift song, I've heard it, but yeah. it's got to be better than that. It has to be. <laughs> I was like, I haven't even listened to Taylor Swift's version. I know this is better. Yeah. So, you know this. I kind of stopped listening to music. So, before I stopped listening to music for a little brief hiatus, I was stuck in the same kind of, like, genre vibe, mm-hmm. like, folky. I didn't really want to listen to much else. And then I took a break because, you know, I was reading, doing an audiobook and I was, um... Well, podcast. Podcast listening research. To po- yeah. yeah, podcast research. But I've started, again, you know, for the sake of the pod, as well as I love music. I love music. It's a comfort for me. And I... 
thought long and hard about this, okay? okay? I, this was debatably the most difficult part of writing this episode. Really? For me, yeah. Wow. yeah this was, yeah. like, pretty easy for me. So, I couldn't decide if I wanted to go, like, classic, obscure, popular, I don't know. So, with my music taste, there's no telling. So, I decided to get a little weird with it all and right. take it all back to a tasteful classic. Okay, I'm ready. Celine Dion. It's all coming back to me now. Wow, that that is a throwback indeed, my friend. It's a banger. <clears throat> it it is. is a banger. Like, Celine does okay. a lot of good stuff. She does. I'd like to thank my mother for yeah. my love for Celine Dion. I can get down to this yeah. song. There is so much feeling. There is passion. There is. It is just well written. She is theatrical. She, she is. gives all she's got. Now, go ahead. And this song, I just, I, if I listen to it in the car, I, I do not sing well. <laughs> I'm belting. Yeah. Well, you have to. You have to. Yeah. So you can't just hum Celine Dion along with the word. No, you gotta get it. Give it everything you have. Give it all you got. Yeah. Give it all you got. My main introduction to Celine Dion was uh, Titanic. Yeah. So one of sure. my favorite movies, sure. probably not like the best kids movie. Um, no, I saw but, it at a really young age, yeah, too. But my mom, she would sit there, and she would, like, fast forward through stuff, cover her eyes, and yeah, she sure. did this super fun thing that when anybody cussed at anything, she just yelled, bad word. And we're like, and we're 10, we've got it. Yeah. And she'd be like, bad word. Like, yeah. Okay, mom. Sure, so if frame, it makes you feel better. Frame of reference, I'm 31. I'm 30. So... We're 90s kids, 90s kids, and that was a really integral movie, like, for, like, the 90s in our time. It was on two VHS tapes. It was on two VHS tapes. We had it, and it was in theaters. Like, we saw it in theaters three different, and it wasn't three times in the initial release. Mm -hmm. It was, like, it went back into theater, which is something they did in the 90s. I don't actually know if I ever saw it in the theaters. So, we did, because my mom wanted to see it. She took me and my sister. I don't know if it was, like, she was home, my dad was working, like, she Mm -hmm. had to take the kids. I don't know what the background story is. The fact is, I was probably too young to have seen it. But, yeah, Mm -hmm. so, Titanic also, I think, was probably where I was first exposed to it. It was also what triggered the first Birds and the Bees conversation. Oh, that's, that's fun. Extremely uncomfortable. <laughs> I was very young. I didn't have any grasp. No. And so, yeah. Oh, wow. Celine Dion just So that movie means a lot back. to you. Yeah. I try to avoid it, but every once in a while, I'm just like, well, we gotta Steven's do it. Steven's never we seen gotta it. We gotta do it. Steven's never seen it. You gotta watch it, and Steven. he has to watch it. You have um, to. It's, it's a just, good it's movie. Iconic. And I feel like that was the first time... That, like, in a movie, I was really invested. Yes. Like, really invested yes. in the movie. Yes. You know, like, I wanted them both to live. And I yes. wanted them to, like, be happy and fall in love. And, you know, I was really invested. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just remember, so we had a separate rewinder for for the VHS tapes that went faster than, oh, the, v, the, okay. than the VCR did could. did have that. Yeah, Fancy. we had that. That thing was... it. Okay, so you'd take the, the video out and with the two tape ones uh-huh. you'd have to put like so you take the tape out and my mom like you rewind it before you put it back if okay. it wasn't rewound when it was rewind. went yes yeah. it was like a whole thing yeah. so you rewind it before you put it back so we she would make us rewind the first tape before we played the second one or while okay. it was playing or whatever it was like a friggin' spaceship taking off you take the tape and you put it in that thing you close it it goes and it rewinds yeah. the whole thing man see Celine Dion bringing back Childhood yeah. memories. Yeah, and these are things our children will never experience. They VHS, will not. Rewind, like, become yeah. rewind. Not everybody yeah. even heard that. I'm before. sure there are people, like, that are in the workforce now yeah. that don't know yeah. the origin of that statement. Lainey, do you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Please be kind, rewind. She doesn't. I can almost guarantee you. Let us know. Shoot us an email, Lainey. Yeah. The ADRpodcast <laughs> at gmail.com. She's another one of our coworkers because that's where most of our yeah. friends are. And she's a baby. She's, she's 19. Tiny, she just turned 19, yeah. so... That's tiny. That was a weird thing to say. She's <laughs> young. She's young. Young. Just a wee babe. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, we little baby. I yeah. like it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, uh, that's all we have it, yeah. for you here. And uh, I feel successful. Yeah. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you so much. Uh, Sorry if it was journey. awkward. Yeah. Yeah. We're, so, yeah. You know, we'll just, we're going to work on it. It will uh, evolve as time goes on. Yeah. So if anyone's listening, uh, we appreciate yeah, you. Thanks so much. Woohoo. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. Damn it! <laughs>